Watching Radio. I'm here with Eric and Robert Scoble. What's, What's up, up? Yay! <laughs> yeah, so we're um, we're sitting in this room. It looks like it's getting gutted, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Robert took some pictures that, that we'll put up, but it's it's hard to show you the depths of how startup this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you even have it's like a, a dorm room, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well it's got the bunk bunk beds, it's got yeah. the homemade posters, which are actually pieces of paper that are printed out. <laughs> the bunk beds are being sold as we're sleeping on them. Yeah. To, to save some money, absolutely. You know, yeah. it's it's hard life. Yeah. <laughs> so Robert, uh, it's true. Sure. It's authentic Y Combinator yeah, life. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember my first Y, Com- y Combinator company uh, was in a house like this with seven people living in it from all over the place. And, and tell us they blew yeah. up. Tell us they did it. Insane. I forget it, well. who the company was. Yeah, I think they. It was did, Airbnb. <laughs> it was well, it wasn't them, but it was. Yeah. They did all right. <laughs> if I remember. Doing all right. Yeah. There's a reason why Combinator is Y Combinator today. Yeah. Enough of those companies did did pretty well. So. Yeah. Cool. So we're super lucky to have you on as someone who's been thinking about you know journalism for forever. Well, journalism companies, yeah. Silicon yeah. Valley, yeah. new things. Yeah, absolutely. Rackspace tells me to go study the future. So. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so, so tell us just a brief background about that. Do you kind of have a, like a Rackspace just says, you be you and yeah. make us cool too? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. Be helpful, they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> just be helpful. That's help, sweet. Help entrepreneurs out and, and, uh, and see the future to tell us, you know, you see what I do because it, right. it's up on YouTube, but, uh, you know, when the cameras are off, I always am asking, you know, are you on the Amazon or Rackspace or where, where are you hosting? And that sometimes turns into strategy stuff that I send send in to the mm-hmm. to the machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're searching for, for new com- new companies, new trends. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of information out there, you know, and, you know, with Product Hunt, we're trying to, to curate that. We're trying to crowdsource that. What excites you about about that, or how do you kind of using these these new new, new tools? Well, I, you know, before Product Hunt, uh, Twitter came out, and before Twitter, blogs came out, uh, and blogs are really, you know, ten years ago were exactly what you guys are doing. Dave Weiner would write a little paragraph and say, "Oh, look <laughs> at this new company, uh, something new, cool is coming out." Yeah, and uh, had a link to it, and you click on the link, and off you went, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check it out. But now there's such a flood of companies. I mean, I, you know, when I started covering Y Combinator, I think there was like 10 companies a, a, yeah. a year coming out of that. Now there's 80 yeah, more, <laughs> or something more. crazy. Like yeah. that, you know? And I can't deal with 80 companies. I don't know about you, but right. well, I, I mean, mean, even if I wrote about two a day, you know, during the weekdays, I can't write about 80 in a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting is it's becoming easier to build things in general in the technology space. So there yeah. are more things being built. And at the same time, information is spreading much faster. Yep. You know, companies are growing to millions and millions of users much faster than they did before. Yeah. And Twitter and others are like helping accelerate that word of mouth. Um, so it's almost like, yeah. will it always, will, can word of mouth get even faster? And oh, yeah. I'm going to th- say that yes, like, because when it gets to the point where I don't have to pull out my phone to look at something, where it's in front of my eyes just because it's right. Google Glass or something, it'll be fascinating to see how fast we'll... Right. Information just spread. yesterday, I was stuck in Jackson Hole with uh, uh, Dave Matthews, who runs New Air, and he, he he posted something on Facebook. Shows up on my phone. I share it, and and he has a tracker to know where the things are, you know, where the traffic's coming from, because he was posting a blog on his mm-hmm. on his servers. 
and I retweeted it or uh, re reshared it on Facebook, and he got three thousand visitors in the first four minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah, things are uh, moving pretty fast. Well, it's fun. I always have Google Analytics real-time feed opened up, partly just to keep a pulse on mm -hmm. how is traffic doing today, yeah. but it's interesting to see it go up and down and things spike. And sometimes we'll see all of a sudden a bunch of traffic will go to one product, and I'll, I'll look right. on Twitter and I'll be like, oh, somebody in, like with a lot of followers just tweeted about that, and that's where that came from. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I, I see the same. I don't track the stats so much. I never cared about that so, um the pointy-haired bosses always did, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Sanquist. At, at when I when I worked for him at Microsoft, he would always be watching the stats, and I'd be yeah. intuitively. I knew that if people were talking about things, uh, that would drive the traffic. So I was always trying to find a way a way to get people to talk, you know, yeah. online, and that continues to this day. You know, they're okay. talking. They're, the stats show up. You know? Yeah. And when you're seeing all these, you know, all these companies, are you just having do you have to be faster in discerning what's interesting, or are you imposing more filters? I'm, are those filters? Lately, I, you know, other than with Yo, which we should right. talk about at some point, uh, lately I, I don't care about being first because there's no way I'm going to beat TechCrunch mm -hmm. on that. You know, TechCrunch. Well, you did with Yo. I mean, well, I did with Yo because uh, things, it sure. was first of all, Yo wasn't a company when I saw it. <laughs> True. You know. True. It was a stupid, but that's, that's what's it, it was a stupid app. I mean, we should let's talk. <laughs> Hold about on, you. I just got a yo. <laughs> let's, let's talk about you. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me send some yos out, and then we'll get yos back, and you can you know, hear the yo. The, you know, all this <laughs> lovable reciprocation. You know? Yeah, here, let's let's uh, wake up, IL it up, and uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I miss I miss the yo all button. I used to be able to yo all like yeah, like a lazy man. Yeah, it was great, but that lost utility, and, you know. <laughs> So yeah. uh, there we go. See, people Here. are yelling back already. You know, <laughs> yo. <laughs> uh, so yo, uh, you know, I was there to see Mobley, uh, yeah. and Moshi uh, runs Yobly, and I was talking, interviewing him about Mobley, which, by the way, is doing pre pretty well. One post while I was there had one hundred seventy-five thousand comments in four minutes, wow. and I was what? like, what? I've never seen a Facebook post with that many comments. You know, I mean, Linkin Park, when they announced their new album, they had 400,000 likes, but, and, and they had 68 million followers right. on Facebook. And, uh, and I'm like, 170. It turns out the these uh, stars on Vine are getting to be many millions of kids, and they just sit there and yeah. watch the videos all day long, and if they click over, you know, tell somebody to go and comment on this post it just gets bombarded and their servers yeah. were melting down yeah. <laughs> it's, right? for one post right the teenage audience is just they're so feverish for some of this this content and this yeah. this stuff and so john shahidi who does shots um you know he's, he's become a friend and and if he replies to me even on twitter if he just says anything to me immediately people follow like will follow me and start tweeting at me and saying hey would you have like john follow me or, or yeah. it's just so strange you just glom onto this and it's because of largely his bieber connection uh, <laughs> it, is really it's what, crazy so me. i'll say mostly it, largely so <laughs> after the interview moshi was just fooling around because he's a funny guy and he's like dude you got to see this funny thing i just built <laughs> and i'm like what and he goes yeah see that uh my assistant out there because he, he points to, to her 
uh, I almost fired her because I could never find her. She's always off somewhere else, you know, not doing her work or whatever, not paying attention to me, you know, the, the boss. Yeah. And he's like, instead of firing her, I asked my iOS guy, Abel, uh, to build an app so I could click a button and yo her so she, no matter where she was, she would call him back, you know, yeah. <laughs> or, or ask what's going on. And so it wasn't a company. There was no develop. There was eight hours of product time in this thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but he did get all of his friends onto it, and um, and Ayelet Modi, who were uh, running, running a PR firm in Israel, <laughs> were on it. And so they got me on it. And for three days, we're just yelling at each other, you know. <laughs> And it was funny but stupid. And I wrote yeah. saying, yep. saying it was the stupidest app I've ever seen, but I can't take it off because I got, I got yeah. Moshi, still got Moshi on, uh, you know, on, uh, on Yo, so I can Yo him anytime I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, it was Dan who's on, on Product Hunt. Yeah, he saw my Facebook. He saw it's like Facebook. He put it on Product Hunt. That was at this time, I think, two months ago or something like that. And between the two of us, I think in the first couple of weeks, it got to fifty thousand users. And yeah. because of, and and I realize it now after I've, I've gone back and learned what Product Hunt because I didn't know what Product Hunt was before yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's like, why do I want to hang out with a, a, yeah. a another place where more startups yeah. are going to pitch me? Right? Yeah. But yeah. on the Product Hunt, I was like. Whoa! This is all the insiders in Silicon Valley, San Francisco, and Tel Aviv, and yeah. you know all, all these hardcore people who are the tastemakers, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, the t- the tastemakers all up or a lot of them upvoted this thing, and then uh, Moshi started getting calls from investors, you know, people yeah. like Arrington and stuff. You know who wanted to invest? Yeah, can I give you guys twenty grand to yeah. kick off this company? Because it would be a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> and they and then that's when the PR that's when the company really started because Moshi at that point realized, oh wait a second, I have a company here. Yeah. Let's kick kick let's let's uh, uh, move that iOS developer out of Mobley and into building um, Yo. Yeah. And. Um, and that's when they announced that they had a million dollars of funding, and that's what really was the PR because it was a million well, dollars of funding for the stupid app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Ayelet and Modi got it into um, CNBC, USA Today. I mean, it was like in ninety press outlets. Yeah, and that's why in two weeks it got two million users. And it got in the apps in the US App Store was number it was in the top ten I think for that day. I yeah. mean, it got up there. Yeah. Um, Quickly fell down. So but. congrats on the part you played. <laughs> now, do any of us want to be known as the people who launched? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how real this gets. But right now, it's still a. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what hacks come out of it. There've yeah, been yeah. hackathons and. Yeah, so, isn't that crazy? And they're really well attended. Like Sixty or yeah. seventy uh, hackers. Yeah. And you know what? To to defend it, it's a simple idea, simple app, and so having a little API on it now. Um, and they had to fix some security bugs. So now yeah. maybe they have 200 hours of dev time into yeah. this. Like, <laughs> but it's a it's one of those apps that you get right away because somebody has to show you this thing, and you have to add somebody else onto it to make yeah. it work. Yeah. So it has some utility right right from the start. Well, hey, which hey, a lot hey. of apps I try, you, you guys try these. Sometimes yeah. you get apps and they're like, uh, there's no utility. Too here. much, yeah. Too much work, or you don't understand it immediately. It's very yeah. hard not to understand Yo. I mean. Yeah. It's hard to maybe understand why would you would yo, but you <laughs> yeah. do it because it's yeah. simple. Yeah. And hate or love yo, it was able to cra- capture people's attention, and that's the hardest thing. To I do. think it's the ultimate minimal viable product. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you study yeah. Eric Reese, right? He said the 
the big thinking behind uh, uh, you know the lean startup movement was I uh, spent six months building a product, spending a million dollars, and then I put up a link to download it, and nobody downloaded it. Oh, well, no. Yo has a lot of downloads, <laughs> so, yeah. so now yeah. they have the other problem, which is build a real company right. out of this thing and a real yeah. product out of this thing, right? But they, they have this yeah. energy, like people are building on top of Yo. You know, we just had a a, a product that was Yo when uh, Mark Andreessen tweet storms. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. have all sorts of use cases. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how useful and now, how can widespread. can I hook that yo up to Twitter and block <laughs> Mark Andreessen for the next half an hour? Because I hate when he tweet storms. It's like... <laughs> it's not bad. Someone can do that. You can, have, like, if. you can connect if you guys can make it work. Sorry, Mark, if you're listening. Well, you know. I'm sure he is uh, very adeptly taking uh, control of my phone when he tweet storms, right? Because yeah. uh, he boom, 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 yeah. boom. And then all I see is Mark and it crowds out everybody else. It's, bril- it's brilliant on his behalf. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how much of it is a conscious strategy and how much of it is... Oh, I'm sure he's... Uh, he's just enjoyed he, it. And like, he hired one of the senior editors from Wired to help him out with uh, social media and stuff like that. So, so I'm sure there's some strategy in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in fact... Uh, I'm over there saying, why don't you post this stuff on Google Plus or Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, do a yeah. long post. No, he's he, <laughs> he's very definitely uh, ignoring my advice and so, staying on Twitter and just blasting everybody's phone. So before we started recording, you said something about Twitter and I want to, I want to hear it. I want to hear why you're not a big fan of Twitter. I, you know, oh God, where do I go with this? <laughs> Twitter is one of those, some of it's just personal... Um, ego bashing um (laughs) in the early days uh twitter was a game of some kind and it still is a game how many followers can you get how many retweets can you get or back then there wasn't even retweets just how how many people will copy your tweet and 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 tell their friends oh my god that was a good tweet you know something like that and the game was a meritocracy and it was fun and then they came out with a suggested user list to try to reward, uh, well, to try to solve their onboarding problem. And they still have an onboarding problem. When a new user comes into Twitter, what is this thing for? Mm -hmm. Back to, you know, Yo at least solved that. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that was perfect. Yo Yo at least solved that problem, right? Yeah. Because Yo is very simple to know what it's for. It's just for yoing your friends, you know, like that guy just, Chris Rack, you know. And, um, And so Twitter had a problem of new, the insiders knew what it was for because we all told each other about it. Yeah. But the people in wherever in the world, um, when they came to Twitter, there was nothing to see. Mm-hmm. And, and who did you follow on Twitter? You know, keep yeah. in mind now, now, you know, sports teams say follow us on Twitter. The whole world, shopping I mean, their whole onboarding and, was right. dedicated to the World Cup for a while, too. Right. That entire two but period. This is leading to a new problem. Uh, everybody knows to follow the sports team. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, sports teams are fun to follow while you're watching the World Cup. Uh, a month later, no. <laughs> yeah. And so you need now you have a noise problem. Because, uh, you know, that sports celebrity is tweeting about being in the Bahamas. You don't care about that. You cared about when he was on the sports field, you know, winning the World Cup, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. You, needed to, you need to figure out how to shut them up and, and get something new on your feed. Otherwise, it just becomes boring. And that's why yeah. people say, I don't, I don't get Twitter. 
because the Twitter feed is full of noise yeah. and it's not interesting. Facebook, on the other hand, uh, asks you to friend people you know personally, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, if I'm seeing a baby photo from a, a, a personal close friend, that's a whole lot different than uh, a, a guy tweeting about being in the Bahamas uh, yeah. because he's a sports star. Well, your Twitter star. feed starts to center on a certain type of category or focus, at least for me it does. Like yeah. I'm very, I use Twitter with you know people in startups and technology, not with my like, buddies back at home. People who get there yeah have a great experience with twitter who really understand how to curate their yeah. feed and understand yeah. the how to find good people to follow and and how to you know get the good ones on notifications for me twitter is actually a, a pretty useful tool i mean i i have it yeah. going on my phone right in front of me it's just um yeah, so they came out with the uh, suggested user list, and they put everybody else on it, and not me. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a big part of it, why I have a thing with Twitter, even though my former yeah. boss at Microsoft now is an executive at Twitter, which is yeah. um, making it a little harder <laughs> to, be, it's to very, be angry at Twitter, you know, because now my friend's there. You know? It is very surprising how worthless that number is, though. Be, like, two days yeah, ago, somebody yeah. who had 4 million followers was on Product Hunt, and they tweeted a link out to Product Hunt. So I, yeah. I checked Google Analytics real time, and it didn't well, actually drive much more traffic right. than I, my no, own tweets do. Well, here's the problem with Twitter. Everybody has problems with uh, Facebook or Google Plus or Twitter, and everybody builds, um, you know, uh, belief about what they get out of it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been comparing with rock stars. I just had uh, dinner with uh, the guy who runs uh, Lincoln Park, <laughs> and he pulls out his stats, and I just met up with a 500 startups uh, that showed me uh, a famous soft drinks uh, stats, mm -hmm. and Facebook is off the charts. <laughs> in terms of engagement or in what metric? Uh, uh, engagement, which means traffic, okay, uh, yeah. and sales. <laughs> in yeah. the case of the music industry, right? Because that's all. Let's be honest. That's what all, most of us really care about, other than it's fun to talk right. with your friends. Yeah, but um, yeah, Twitter. Twitter is Twitter's an important company. It's not going yeah. away. It's just uh, it could be. It could have been even more. You know, it could have been a much more com uh, interesting competitor, Mark Zuckerberg, and yeah. Yeah, hmm. I, you know, it, and I have problems with Facebook too. So they they leave lots of opportunities yeah. for What's, why common air companies yeah. come out or startups that come out around the world to crush it, right? Yeah. What are there any let's say communication or social the way, apps that on, are on my phone? Adam Evers on Facebook just said product hunt. Those dudes are awesome. <laughs> oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right here. <laughs> All right. You can see it on the comments of the pictures that I posted <laughs> of your place. You know? Oh, you just posted those. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so is, are there any new apps? Like, let's say, so let's keep it in the same topic of, like, broadcasting or social interaction. Any new ones mm. that are, like, you think have the potential, that was a big statement, but you think that have, have the potential to be the next Facebook or at I, least move in that direction? No. <laughs> when when yeah. you put it that way, okay, no. that, that was a big ask. <laughs> no, and, you and mean product when uh, <laughs> no product hunt is going to be different. Separate, uh, you yeah. know, product hunt yeah. is not a competitor to Facebook. <laughs> and if you well. started to try to claim it was, I'd be either you're doing some good dope in this room, <laughs> or and I want you to share, or <laughs> or you have no idea what you're talking about, or 
You re- or maybe you do have a big competitor under your sleeves and you're mouthing off way too early like Mark, <laughs> like Mark, Mark Andreessen nice. actually did with Microsoft. I, in fact, I told an entrepreneur this weekend, I, I was at a, a VC thing in Jackson Hole and I met, I, I, I've been following this company for a while uh, called Tapingo, Tapingo. And I told him, keep your mouth shut. Don't don't be mouthing off on. Don't say where you're going. Don't. And that same thing for me. I, I want to tell his story so deeply and yeah. so cleanly. But he has uh, an idea that can be easily copied. Um, and when people start realizing what the hell he is onto, mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be big. Big yeah. numbers. So t- Tapingo would be Tapingo would be a one of those companies that it, if he executes and he doesn't you know become a coke addict or something like that, <laughs> that's he, all you need to do. Just no, don't you, do coke. That's metaphor for uh, you know how startups uh, shoot themselves in the head. Uh, founders yeah. start fighting. Uh, they lose sight of the goal. They they don't execute. We call they it in the, the valley things. execution risk. Yeah. No, this thing is the right thing, and I, uh, he has the numbers to prove it. It's just he needs to execute and build that sucker out worldwide. If he does, he's sitting on a money machine that is going to make McDonald's look small. I'm so curious. Yeah. <laughs> is this live? Is this launched? Can you see? Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, it's only for college kids. I wonder how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> you know, Facebook yeah. started out only. In, if you could have seen Facebook in when it was on just a few college campuses, you yeah. would have realized he was on to something. Yeah. And Mark knew he was on to something. That's why he turned down billion dollar offers from you know bigger companies yeah that yeah and and so he has the numbers evan williams at twitter right knew he had the numbers and that's why he kicked out jack dorsey (laughs) in the early days and now jack is back right yeah but uh let's put it this way jack didn't end up with a lot of the equity that evan did (laughs) evan was like i'm watching the numbers and they're going exponential and even though Mm. uh it was a small number back then it if it continues, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, if, if if I give you a penny that doubles every day for a month, mm-hmm. at the end of the month, you have five and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Most people won't recognize it's a doubling penny for 20 days. Because after 20 days, I think it's a thousand dollars, right? All of the growth comes at the end of the month. So right. I, I, that's one of my favorite questions, by the mm-hmm. way, is um, would you like a hundred thousand dollars or would you like a doubling penny? Yeah. <laughs> And if you know math, take the doubling penny, but you have to stay alive 27 days. If you're going to die yeah. on day 25, if, you know, if you know you're going to die in 20, 25 days, take the 100 grand and have a party yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's more money, right? right? But if you can stay alive 28 days, it starts turning into really interesting stuff. And that's, yeah. that's why these companies seem like overnight successes, right? It's four years of hard work and yeah. then it, all of a sudden Airbnb starts mm-hmm. working and the numbers start going exponential, right? They were exponential all along. Right. It's just yeah. one penny, two pennies the next day, four pennies the next day, you know? Yeah. Um, well, so so I, I look for things that are potential exponential things. Yeah. Right. So if you don't see the numbers, if you don't have numbers, how, how do you personally look at a product and say that's going to be successful? Or do you think it might be successful? Like, let's say, let's say it's I don't know. I don't know that I Tell me ever think that I, I mean, when I first shot, I was one of the first people to see Siri, and they say the first, but I don't know. There were others who saw yeah. it as part of investing. 
and stuff like that. Um, what what caught my I saw Siri as something interesting for the mobile phone companies. And I told them that in the interview. I said, this is a strategic thing. I, I don't know that you're going to be able to build this into a business the way I see Topingo going as yeah. a business. Um, by the way, Topingo got $8 million from Coastal Ventures. So somebody mm. else right. <laughs> verified that, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good idea. Let's, let's I've put, heard them, too. Let's put yeah. some wood <laughs> behind this thing and see if these kids do all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where was I going with that? So, um, yeah, it, it, uh, Wait, Siri, Siri was uh, something that I wanted on a mobile phone, right? Yeah. Um, Do you use Siri? Uh, oh yeah, here and there. I, just, I have not. I've only been using it occasionally for reminders. It's I'll say, remind me at this time. To it's do. frustrating, and why is it frustrating? It's too slow and it's unreliable. It's it has. I call it has edges. And if you ask it something that it knows, it's great, right? Yeah. If you yeah. ask it something like, how many people are checked in at the Half Moon Bay Ritz on Foursquare? Yeah. It has no fucking idea what you... Okay, first of all, there is an answer to that. Foursquare has an answer. Yeah. Foursquare has an API. But a series uh, end is not hooked up to the API. And, mm. and yo, yo and Siri should get together. <laughs> right? And Yo, Eric. <laughs> and so uh, if you ask Siri that, it goes to Bing and gives you an answer off Bing, which is a nonsense answer. It's a stupid answer. Mm -hmm. And you hit those edges all the time. There's a company um, coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, and I forgot the name. <laughs> now that I'm on the spot. <laughs> but there's a new Siri coming. And it's... Mm -hmm much more accurate and much more interesting but it still has edges uh yeah. it's just you hit fewer of them with this new product and so yeah. so people are seeing oh siri was an interesting idea has edges apple didn't complete them in fact apple yeah. uh, sort of destroyed siri uh back when they showed me siri they had things like uh movie uh, movie tickets in there you could buy movie tickets in with your series. voice yeah i feel like and, that would be very hard to get people to do normal people well to trust like i that. i i don't care Initial. about normal people first of all because <laughs> you hear that you know you know yeah. why because normal people if you went if you had a time machine and went back 10 years and yeah. asked normal people are you ever going to do things like write on a, a service yeah. about your kids yeah. to the public <laughs> yeah. you would say no fucking way <laughs> and yet there's Facebook, there's Twitter, and there's Instagram. So my parents used to say, "Never use your real name yeah. online, Ryan." And yeah. there's this this period of time where I'd always use an, a pseudonym yeah. for everything. So entrepreneurs, yeah. I, I like them because they don't listen to normal people. They yeah. listen to themselves. They solve. Even Yo, right? If somebody would have told me Yo would have had two million users when I first saw it, I would be like, "You are fucking nuts." <laughs> <laughs> This thing is stupid. How is it going to get 2 million users? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And because it solved one person's pain, i.e. Moshi's pain and the assistant he was going to fire, um, it solved something else in society. Mm -hmm. And it was funny. And it tapped into something that, um, uh, that let's be honest, 
there because there's billions of dollars on the table for all these startups they they are they've been pretty serious we take ourselves too seriously right. and this yeah. funny thing comes yeah. along and all of a sudden it's funny and there's a lot of money in entertainment we call it hollywood <laughs> and silicon valley sometimes forgets that <laughs> or the tech industry because it's not just silicon valley right, right. <laughs> i mean startups are startups and media and culture emerging in, in many ways yeah, because it's yeah. becoming more going back to the normal people they're becoming more used to these products and they're getting yeah. access to these products faster particularly apps because everyone has many people have a phone and it's becoming a part of the conversation as and well culture you know, yeah. have you seen the show um which the Silicon Valley show? no <laughs> yeah, it's know, good it's good I, I'm trying to watch less TV <laughs> okay. and and yeah. the last thing I want to do is watch TV about what I right. do all yeah. day long <laughs> that is not yeah. uh, does not allow me to escape yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch something like American Idol or something where I so can it's just funny. be entertained you know it's funny you say American Idol so I'm going to change topics here real but, quick uh, we should close the loop okay on. close the loop if somebody said they have the next Google or the next Facebook, yeah. Um, okay. Let's say you did have the next Facebook, and you're getting uh, engagement numbers that are off the charts, and people are joining. Uh, remember what it, Facebook is? It's uh, four data centers that are three hundred thousand square feet each, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to build that it, it, to support that. Right. Yeah. If you're going to steal all of Facebook's users in a couple of weeks, <laughs> you have to have that back in. So if you do not have Mark uh, Andreessen writing checks for hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, we'll have something I, to announce. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, you have no fucking clue about the fact that you think you're going to beat Facebook or Google. You know, people would say, oh, "I have the next Google, better yep. search engine." I was like, "I don't care that you have a better search engine." Uh, how are you going to buy the million servers that Google has and the fiber around the world and and then get the people to build it? I think the, that's hard. I think the harder part is building a culture and a team and a company of that size. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was at a company called Playhaven. I joined as number 10 and we got to 110. And I saw how difficult yeah. it was to make that transition to 110 people. Yep. And imagine doing that to, what are they at, tens of thousands? No, you can't grow that yeah. fast. You know, growth growth brings pain. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, everybody has those stories when you talk to billionaires, you know, tell me about a bad day. They all yeah. have them. <laughs> they yeah. all have them. eBay was down for a couple of days. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was down for two hours and I was sweating bullets. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, this is so painful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so plus, I why why try to beat Facebook at Facebook? Why not do yeah. something new? <laughs> you know, yeah. you can. Well, I think whatever with, does beat if Facebook is beat, whatever that means, it won't probably look like Facebook. It'll be right. something totally different. Well, like Instagram or right. like uh, you know Snapchat. You know, uh, yeah, those are competitors in a way, but they're different, and and yeah. that's what. Yeah. Well, it's on the other hand, Google was the 17th search engine, right? Mm -hmm. Do you? What was your first experience with Google? Do you remember? I don't remember. I remember it very clearly because it was uh, one of those companies that just. (laughs) No, uh, you know what? Yeah, it was magical (laughs) because the pitch was try your favorite search, and uh, back then Mm -hmm. I ran a net meeting website, sort of like what you guys are doing. And we had 300,000 users a month, and I knew everybody in the in, in the in that space. So I knew how yeah. that page should look uh, on a search page. 
And Yahoo never listed me. That's why I hate Yahoo to this day. <laughs> Marissa Meyer, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, you know you are you are the baggage of a belief system, right? You're trying to change a belief system, mm-hmm. and that belief system was built in 1997, when uh, my page never got listed, and I was the number one. I was the number one page for. It's a good thing we let you in product time to. to Post and comment. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. ten years from now. Yeah, ten years. Robert will be like, "F those guys." Yeah, this is how the world works. You yeah. piss off, <laughs> piss off enough for the wrong people, and you don't, you don't go anywhere. You know, yeah. you can piss off some of the right people. Yeah. <laughs> and the, these companies have done pretty well. So you know, I, I as egotistical and uh, and douchebaggery as I get about these things, I realize uh, it didn't matter. Or in the case of Twitter, it actually helped build their company because mm-hmm. they got um, movie stars on a Twitter, which yep. helped their business out uh, much more than I was ever going to help them out, no matter how nice I was to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yahoo never listed my website, so uh, and Yahoo had uh, the problems that AltaVista had, so it had a lot of spam and stuff mm-hmm. in there. A lot of noise. That's why I care about noise. Yeah. Noise matters. Yeah. So uh, uh, Yahoo'd never listened to me. Alta Vista had me number one, my friend number two, and number three. And in the middle for, was... For what query? Net meeting. Just put net oh, meeting just in. Oh, And uh, uh, Brian Sullivan's page was number three. And number two was a porn site. <laughs> and Google said, try your favorite search. Well, I know this search pretty well. <laughs> I yeah. typed net meeting. I'm number one, Brian's number two, and and there's no porn and no spam. And I'm like, how the fuck did you get rid of the spam? <laughs> yeah. And that launched into an hour-long conversation about, uh, you know, uh, how PageRank works and, and how it works. And it's uh, links, right? It's based on links, not just the content yeah. of the page and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, a trillion-dollar business shows up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I remember that one very clearly, my first experience with uh, Google, and from then on, I was sold. Funny enough, it took my dad, my dad's a PhD, very smart guy, Mm -hmm. uh, electrical engineer. It took me two years of bothering him every month to switch from AltaVista to Google, because AltaVista did have, um, uh, did have a better index, a a broader index at first, right, because they had more they were the search king everybody thought Alta Vista was going to be the, the way yeah. you search the I internet. used Lycos I have no idea why I think it was it was yeah. the dog I just like <laughs> Lycos was pretty cool yeah um, but Google was uh, cleaner and yeah. Um, yeah and eventually Google's index grew to the place where my dad even had to recognize that Google was because he was work. doing scientific searches and he kept saying, no, they don't have as many searches. They don't have a, the as much reach. They don't yeah. have, or not reach. They don't have as complete an index. Right, I'm missing and, things. And it took, yeah. it took me two years to convince him, uh, him to switch over. Yeah. But once he got there, you know, now he's not going to switch anymore. Yeah. And I, I remember working at Microsoft and somebody was mouthing off in the hallway. Uh, this this was when Dig was hot, you know. So mm-hmm. Kevin Rose was God, and he was on the cover of some of the big business magazines, like the Next Billionaire. Right? <laughs> I remember there was a Business Week, yeah, yeah. Newsweek, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> next, you know, Next Wonder Kid. Actually, you know, his Dig didn't do all that well in the end, but he turned out to be one of the best uh, investors the world has ever seen. <laughs> so he's done pretty well for himself that way. But uh, uh, this employee was like, oh, I could build Dig in a week. <laughs> and I was like, 
uh, no, you couldn't. Uh, yes, I could. I could copy every feature it has in a week. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not the feature. The feature is the people. <laughs> and until you can figure out how to get back then maybe 100,000 people to move from Dig over to your thing, you can't compete with it. Yeah. And same thing with Facebook and same thing with Google actually requires the people mm -hmm. because we're teaching the engine. It's getting uh, smarter by us. And not system. just the search engine, the, the Gmail's spam filter is way better than Hotmail's or Yahoo Mail's. Why? It's the people yeah. and, and the system underneath. By the way, do you know we all have a spam rating? On Google? On Gmail. On Gmail. You, really? don't, you can't see it anywhere. Yeah. But each of us has a spam rating. Is it based and on us getting reported for spam from our email? How good are we at putting spam in the spam folder? Oh, that kind of works so the other way around. Yeah, and okay. it's it's a crowdsourced algorithm. And it, I happen to be pretty good at it. And I met the team that built the filter. And yeah. they're like, don't tell anybody how this works. Because <laughs> the, no. the jerks who are trying to spam you will use it against it. will yeah. build a system that gets around it. And, and that system is actually pretty defensible. Because if I'm really good at putting things in spam folder or taking false positives out of the spam yeah. folder, which I, I read, I get a thousand spams a day, so I'm, I'm very interested in this topic. Because wow, right. if that thing ever <laughs> would turn off, I would be screwed. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. even answer email. <laughs> yeah. And the filters on Gmail are, are really good, and it's part of the product, right? Yeah. We are part of the product. So if we d all decided Gmail sucks today and go somewhere else, uh, Gmail falls apart. Yeah. Right. The spam filter stops working. <laughs> yeah. You know? I hope that one guy. So there's one guy that signed up on Product Hunt, and then two weeks later he tweets at me and he's like, "Spam." And I, I was like, "Sorry, what can I help you? Like, what's up?" And he's like, "You're sending me email I never signed up for." And I, we went back and forth through email. For some reason, he was just super frustrated. And I, there's a big unsubscribe link at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I hope his spam rating is low so that <laughs> it didn't have any influence on our product on emails. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, yeah. I, I'm training uh, Gmail's filter, the five tabs that it has, so yeah. promotional. I actually not switched to that. I've just. No, I love it. Really? I, it, it, I, I have Exchange running, and I should mm -hmm. be uh, very. Uh, uh, complimentary exchange because we have <laughs> we get millions of dollars of revenue off of our exchange customers that we yeah. host at Rackspace, but it's not even close to as good as Gmail. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's because of people who are putting things in the folders and training mm -hmm. it, uh, and they did their, a lot of their own training to start with. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's learning from each of us uh, putting things into into those folders. Right. Yeah, you uh, you brought up Dig, which is interesting because we're looking at. Communities like Dig, like Reddit, like Quora, you know, uh, and now the product hunt is getting a lot of traction. But we've seeded it with kind of uh, influencers in technology, people that people want to hear from. And now, uh, you know, we're thinking, what's the trade-off between opening the community but also maintaining the quality? Uh, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, even on, even on Facebook, I had to turn off my. Uh, the ability for everybody in the world to comment on my posts right now because mm -hmm. I, I and other people like Thomas Hawk are getting slammed with spam. And there's yeah. a new kind of spam, a comment spam. Right. Yep. And so uh, Facebook is trying to fix it, but while they're fixing it, I had to turn it to be, you have to be a, a friend of a friend to comment on my stuff. Yeah. And I every day I get a couple of emails, hey, why can't I comment on your stuff anymore? And it's like, 
Sorry, yeah. make some friends. <laughs> you know? And that's a it's a hard balance yeah. as a prat guy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, yeah, you want more people to be able to to participate right. in a community, but you don't want spam and bad actors to destroy your product. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want to discourage the influencers uh, from posting and getting and feeling like they're. Their words are heard. And that they're special kids. That <laughs> 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 they're special, you know, that they participating. Well, Cora in, in the beginning had a really nice. It had some magic to the beginning, yeah. and I still like Cora. I think it's a it's fantastic a, resource, and I'm really curious to see where it goes over the next six months to a yeah. year, especially. They're in your class, right at Wagner? Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. And I know nothing about what they're doing, so I'm as in the dark as everyone else is yeah. on, on how that's going to come out, but. Um, you know, core in the very beginning, it had people talking and answering questions that typically never would blog or never would yeah. publicly speaking. And it's it very interesting. I, you know, I, I was talking to uh, Mike Shinoda at Lincoln Park about this too, and he, he thinks um, uh, stars with audiences are going to, there's a war coming over those people because they can make a Facebook or a Twitter, and they yeah. can also make a new thing like a Mobley or a. A yo, you know, yeah. if if all of a sudden Lincoln Park announced Lincoln Park yo, uh, when the new song hits, you know, yeah. a, a million people, five million people sign up for it. And right? we're seeing more celebrities get into tech investing and. Oh yeah, you know, well that's the other part of it. They yeah. realize uh, music doesn't pay, but yeah. investing in a tech company or yeah. putting their brand yeah. on a startup does pay. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to uh, hang with's party at South by Southwest and they had 50 cent. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, who was getting paid here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was he getting paid in stock in 50 cent pro- or in hang with? Yeah. I don't know. I, but I bet there was a conversation like Probably. that that happened, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. You know, it used to be streetwear, other types of brands, but now they're really tech is, and even uh, other uh, Carmelo Anthony just launched a VC firm like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the basketball player for the Knicks. Yeah, huh. yeah. And no, my uh, best friend is Andy Grignon, and he was one of the twelve guys who built the iPhone. He's building a new startup, and um, uh, Ronnie Lott invested in his company, famous football mm-hmm. player from the 49ers mm-hmm. back in the '80s, and he's doing a, a, a angel investing. You know, but mm-hmm. to to that point about individuals, you know, there being a war over those people within, uh, you know, within. Tastemakers, do you think that they're going to overcome like brands and what you talk about being an independent journalist? Like, do you think it's going to be less tech crunch or less some of these brands and companies and more? You know, I look at more like because I've been on, on online communities since the mid '80s, and I, I think what you're hitting with Quora and with with Product Hunt, I call it the chat room problem. Because if the three of us start a chat room, it'll probably be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And At least to us, maybe nobody else. <laughs> and that's all that really matters, <laughs> exactly. isn't it? Right? Yeah. It's, in a chat room, that's all that matters. But we're going to eventually invite other people in because we're going to be having such a great time that yeah. we're gonna be at a, I'm going to be at a party and meet Ron Conley. Go, Ron, join our chat room. You know? yeah. And then I'm going to go to Marissa Mayer. Hey, join our chat room. Right. It's really cool. Yeah. We're talking about products all day long. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, the utility uh, will actually start dropping very slightly at first because we're at first we're inviting cool right. people in but even the cool people uh, bring a little bit noise and they're not up to date on what we've already been talking about in the first month so they're gonna be behind they're gonna be asking questions about what what we've already talked about and mm-hmm. so we're at first it doesn't seem uh, it doesn't seem like the utility is going down right, but it actually right. is 
and eventually uh, people keep inviting other people in and the utility continues going down and then there's so many people that the spammers show up, <laughs> yeah. the bad actors, the and 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 even before that, I saw this with the net meeting news groups. Um, even if the next wave is still really intelligent and cool people, they're asking the questions that we covered six, you know before, mm-hmm. and I got tired of answering the same question over and over and over again in the net meeting news groups, and so I eventually just stopped answering. Yeah. And so the whole thing fell apart because I call it this chat room problem. And I, I haven't mm. seen a good system that really resists the chat room problem. Quora was pretty, is still a pretty good one. And I, I still, yeah. I need to uh, work on more Quora stuff. But yeah, it, it's, it's the chat room problem. Yeah. It's really fun for a, right. at first because it's like, oh my God. Uh, Reed Hoffman just answered an answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. cool to be able to talk to Reed for once, you know, right. instead of just hearing about it. Yeah. And, um, and but then it just starts, uh, everybody else gets invited in and it, it, or figures out it's there and, and the utility changes for the, for the inside or yeah. for the first, it's not even insert. Well, it is insider. It's the first people, the utility goes away. And then if they leave, you're left with a hollow shell, right, and right. then uh, that's what kills D- Dig, right? Mm-hmm. Dig pissed off all the insiders, and they left, yeah. and now they're on Reddit. And, uh, you know, what do you think Reddit did well? Or I don't know. I, I I keep looking at Reddit and just not my scene. Gotcha. It's not it's not my scene. Um, but they they got a lot of this stuff right. They they made it resistant to bad actors and spammers. Um, they had interesting content, and which means they had people who are good at content bringing good stuff in. Yeah. And I mean, the, the big insight and the big difference between Dig and Reddit are that each community is independent. Okay. And that was the big insight. And I, I talked to Alexis a, a bit about this, and he was actually arguing early on in early days for some sort of tagging system where you post a link and it can go to essentially many different communities and many different boards. Yeah. I think his uh, description or example was like the World Cup, like some article about the World Cup, uh, you know, Germany playing. The German people are going to have a much different perspective and yeah. appreciation for that than somebody else. And by making them separate communities, it does slow growth because everyone has to post one single thing to each of those individual communities for right. content to be right. there. But it also creates a, a, a more connected audience and more connected community. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Facebook's hitting that. You know, people are complaining too many cat photos. Well, yeah, you click like <laughs> on each of the cat Stop photos. Stop clicking the cats. Well, it, you know, and, and it's hard for people to do that because yeah. uh, they're not thinking about... They, uh, Facebook's brilliance wasn't exposing them to the fact that they were building a filtering engine. They just asked, who are your friends? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And friends are the people that you want to hear from, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting problem. So I, I don't know how you're going to solve it it's, uh, over time. Maybe with, a, you know, Twitter and Facebook have verified users, mm-hmm. and they get a little bit more power than the, the, the average everyday user who's not good at bringing content into the system. I see this, by the way, I, over the past month, I've been going through thousands of, Facebook profiles to look at what people actually are posting. Yeah. And most people suck at making content, you know? Yeah. They they really do. They they take a blurry crappy photo of their kids. Some some people <laughs> their kids photos are 
beautiful. Like Martin Bursovsky, well, he has a $10,000 camera because he's rich. <laughs> but even then, he's a great photographer. And his yeah. kids' photos are like out of a magazine, you know? Yeah. And then I look at some people's fo photos, and it's like, that's crappy <laughs> content. And it, it, it's natural, you know, yeah. there's the... 20% rule, you know, 20% 20, 20 of people, people are, do everything that everybody else reads, you know? And people are better at different things, I guess. So there's people who have a passion and expertise in one domain, not others. And some people might be good at clicking like on things, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a lot easier than doing a beautiful photo. Yeah. You know, beautiful photo takes years to, you know, when you sit and when you go and shoot with Trey Ratcliffe or Thomas Hawk or, or any Leibowitz or somebody of that caliber, they are... Uh, they they see the world differently yeah. than most of us do, and, and she can make a photo in twenty seconds that's just stunning. You yeah. know, Scott Jarvie's one of these people. He, he came and shot me and my wife for literally two minutes, and the photo is up on my wall. It is mm -hmm. a stunning photo, and I can't do that. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. but I can click like on his photos. <laughs> yeah. You're good at that. I'm good at that, you know, and, and I'm good at commenting. So, yeah. uh, you know, and I'm good at seeing patterns and building lists and, yeah. you know, and, and doing interviews. And, yeah. and although there's a lot of people who would argue that, I, that I'm not good at doing interviews. Because <laughs> your my, phone is not on. Well, I had to leave my phone <laughs> on so we could do the yo, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, so, yeah, you know, I'm not as good at interviewing as Charlie Rose is, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I, I watch him and... And it's like, damn, he is so good and he has so much uh, to say, you know, yeah. and I, I'm not that good. So yeah. we all do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> you talked about the, the chat room problem and that's something we're totally, you know, dealing with or, you know, exploring yeah. right now. Is there some sort of kind of like wisdom of the crowds online? For example, someone posts a product, they want to hear from, mm -hmm. you know, Robert Scoville on a walk. So they want to make sure that, you know, that's not crowding those people out. But at the same time, you kind of want a lot of feedback. There is. Kickstarter. Mm. Put your fucking money on the table, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you know, you want to participate? Put five bucks right. down on the table. So each upvote is going to cost a dollar from yeah. now on. Um. Well, that would be an interesting idea, right? It would it, be. It, if you want to comment, it, ten. You know, yeah. but and if there was some way to get something out of that, like with Kickstarter, if I put five dollars down, maybe I'll get a, a bumper sticker for my Mac. You know, yeah. and if I put a hundred bucks down, I'll get the product, right? Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and that's cool. Uh, it's cool because it is resistant to the spammers and the bad actors. Yeah. Because uh, a bad actor has to put five bucks down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that makes him or her think, you know, well, and it makes him or her less destructive on the co community because at, yeah. at least that jerk <laughs> put five bucks down on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least he's paying us. At least right. he's paying yeah. Well, it, it might not even go to you. It might go to the community, right? right? Uh, yeah. It might go to uh, a big party or something like that, right? Yeah. But just the fact of me putting a couple bucks down on the table is a little bit of friction, which definitely does a retard spam. Yeah. You know, if you're going to spam everybody for seven, well, Facebook's like this right now, right? If I want to spam you, I have to pay seven bucks for can it. You still do that? You can still message someone for, for seven bucks? Yeah, a lot of times my posts have a little promote button. Really? And I can click the promote button, pay seven bucks, and it gets more reach. Oh, the, yeah, the promoter yeah. post, yeah. It gets through, the, through more of the filters. Now, right. it doesn't get through them all, but it, right. it gets through more of them. And so, uh, yeah, I can decide, uh, am I going to be a spammer today? Or, <laughs> yeah. But I have, to think, I have to think about it. It's costing seven bucks, two lattes. You know? yeah, right. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> or cool. a latte and a half now. Starbucks yeah. went up in price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, thanks for coming. Yeah, from this Half is Moon fun. Bay, all the way you up there. You guys are doing yeah. a good job, and it's uh, building an interesting community of people who are like me and who care about new things. Yeah. Anything you want to mention, or is there any other last product you want to plug? Well, I mean, we could go for hours. <laughs> we can go forever. Somewhere. I mean, we can Part talk two. about how the home is changing and changing. We'll do that for round two. Uh, but, you know, when I got together with uh, Robert Cunningbear, who invested in Nest, he's totally into mm -hmm. robots. So I love hanging out yeah. with investors because they're thinking about 18 months, 24 months from now, you know, because that's, right. you know, when they invest in you, they want, sort of want to see uh, something happening in yeah. 18 months yeah. and see some good momentum, even if they're not going to get paid back for five years. They, they want to see something happening because if they see something happening, then they'll put another round in of money, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody's happy, but um, yeah, home is changing, car is changing, uh, robots are interesting out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mobile is uh, it, it continues be being dramatically important. Do you see yeah. this week? Uh, China, uh, China just passed more mobile users on the internet than PC users. Really, and they have six hundred and eighty million people on the internet, which is double wow. the American population. population. Wow. <laughs> which shows, if you're a startup guy, you better start thinking about China and going over to China and learning about China because yeah. they're gonna kick ass in the next fifty years, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you excited about beacons? Oh yeah, I hear a lot about that. Yeah, we can do a whole show on beacons. <laughs> yeah. Beacons are these little radios that spit three three numbers in the air. Um, and uh, there's a whole bunch of companies like uh, Gimbal and, and Tile who's using them. And, and there's mm -hmm. one in your iPhone. And most people don't even know this, that iPhone already has a beacon in it. It's not yeah. turned on. So now I have to use the iBeacon software to turn it on and do something with it. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a big deal with the watch. I think yeah. the watch is going to do something when we're standing next to each other. I mean, if, we, yeah. if the three of us had watches that had an iWatch on mm -hmm. right now, it should be doing something because we've spent an hour together mm -hmm. right yeah it's gonna be it distracting should. as hell if, I, if I'm at <laughs> Facebook I'm thinking about that a lot like yeah. what are the social behaviors or if I'm starting a new company what are the social behaviors of my watch if mm -hmm. I hang out with three people who have the watch on yeah right. yeah beacons are a big, gonna be a big deal <laughs> yeah. and one other thing last thing I just want to ask you uh, tech kind of be here in the media like value wag or tech culture or dramas or scandals do you kind of ignore that stuff? And for you, it's all about the products. No, I try to make the scandal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you yeah. know, that's part of it. Yeah, I, I once asked Mike Arrington, "Are you a, a, a journalist or a blogger?" And he goes, "Neither. I'm an entertainer." <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of the entertainment of the that's world. Funny. If you mm -hmm. uh, are doing interesting things, uh, people will try to tear you down. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, over the years, I've gotten a thick skin about. It. I've been evaluated yeah. like sixty times, and some of that's some of that helps drive business. And right. if it doesn't, stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. um, and Richard Branson does this all the time. Yeah. He, he has a bad boy image, well, even though he's a good family man. Mm -hmm. Right? You don't hear about the good family man right. part of it. Uh, you see uh, somebody sitting on his lap in his hot tub, right? In which a friend of mine was one of those girls, right? Mm -hmm. But she said, no, he went a certain way, and his wife was staying right there. And yeah. after the photo shoot was over, he went back to his wife. <laughs> and so he was cultivating a bad boy attitude to sell product. Right. Because it gets him on the front page of the newspapers, <laughs> yeah. which gives him a platform to talk to the world, right? Mm -hmm. And so you play with it, be careful. 
because right. um, there's a thin line between being an asshole and an entertainer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. right. For me, and it's hopefully often... my bosses see this as entertainment. <laughs> so far, they have. <laughs> but yeah. uh, someday, uh, we all live in in fear of writing something that will get us fired. Usually, mm-hmm. when I take a risk, like getting naked with my Google Glass, <laughs> I, I did it on purpose, and I did it knowing the risks. Uh, in my very book, carefully thought through. Rather than, yeah, in my first book, yeah. we had a chapter on people who got fired for blogging. So this was long before Facebook or Twitter. And um, a common thing between all of those people was they didn't know they were taking a risk. I didn't know mm. that was against the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that I could get fired for saying X, Y, Z about my right. boss. <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, I know that. So if I get fired, it's because I took a risk that I... That, that, yeah. Maybe I didn't know I took a risk, you know. So yeah. I think about it a lot and watch a, a lot. You have, of you have, especially you, so many eyeballs on you. You have to be very but careful. I, you know, I mean, we're we're. If you're in public, you also have to. You also have to have fun, right. you know. And everybody yeah, wants to have true. fun and not be a, a robot, yeah. you know. And so, and I wonder yeah. as we get more and more public, if the rest of kind of industry is going to change its you know expectations of it, it like politics for example you know? it will yeah. yeah it will i mean I, that's a good example uh obama said he smoked weed yeah. uh, uh, bill clinton ha- said he didn't inhale right? yeah and yeah. uh, nobody before him got elected saying anything about weed right. <laughs> so, obama in 30 years is gonna have all these photos and st- statuses of, you know yeah I was yeah, looking yeah. through old Facebook photos as well. So the mores change, like, and uh, you you have to understand where society is and where the edges are. But I, I just saw uh, saw Cindy Gallup uh, give a spe- speech about uh, the future of sex and technology, and she is on purpose pushing that uh, barrier, that that uh, taboo. Yeah. And she, because if you are an entrepreneur and you're adept at pushing that, sometimes uh, you cause new things to happen. That's right. disruption, right? Yeah. Right. And so I, I like hanging out with people like that. You know, yeah. I, Doug Engelbart was one of my favorite interviews. He invented the mouse and he, he got kicked out of his own research lab. Right. Because <laughs> uh, he was pushing the boundaries too hard. And... Um, you know, I like hanging out with people like that more than I hang, like hanging out with people who play it safe all the time. Right. And so we were just with the founder of uh, Bang With Friends and all the other dating apps and the scanner on Tinder recently. It's interesting to see if, you know, tech is fighting for everything to be open and, you know, public and I wonder if there's going to be some, it seems it's some, like a moral backlash or yeah. just as tech gets bigger, what what's the rest of the world? There, there will be frictions because, um, you know, it, Entrepreneurs, people who try to build new things, um, see a new world. We're building the future. And there's lots. I almost got in a fight with one of the guys who uh, started the Tea Party. (laughs) And he sees the past as sacrosanct. His worldview is the past is sacrosanct and we should go back to the past. And Mm -hmm. mine is the future is sacrosanct. We should go into the future, you know? Mm-hmm. And those two worldviews yeah. don't mix. And so you have to be careful when you're out in the future. We, in, in, the, in the valley, we call that timing, right? Sometimes an entrepreneur got timing wrong. They were too early. Yep. And so you have to be uh, careful of that, mm-hmm. right? But um, 
But I, I'd rather hang out with somebody who's trying to bring the future to bear, not right. somebody who's trying to hold on to the past. That's why we love having these podcasts and talking with entrepreneurs, building stuff. So, And I think that's yeah. why I like reading product time, because yeah. these people are bringing me the future. Yeah. <laughs> cool, hopefully cool hopefully someone's inspiration. Day. Cool new things every day, right? Every day. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for what you guys do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.